I'm rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1201. <laughs> Where's Man, my... November went by, didn't it? Spirits. <laughs> November 30th. Joe. Everybody's talking. Huh? November 30th. That's Nielsen, 1969. Nielsen, what? Everybody's talking. Nielsen, 1923? Yeah. No, it's 2023. Only the echoes of my mind. mind. What are you, the Pogues? <laughs> <laughs> I mighty... 62 degrees on oh, this day. Not right. 62 degrees on this day in 1922, and 17 below on this day in 1964. And I probably had to practice hockey outside. Yeah. Because back the then, before climate change, there was probably ice in the rinks by now. Up your but the earth, You're the, the darn earth is right. now ruined. Yeah. Ruined by people with cars. And and nobody's flooding yet. Although God you could have flooded for the last week. Bless America. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. You know what hurt? You know what hurt? Not only practicing when it's 17 below, but if you had a B-Squad game at De La Salle, one side of their rink, the boards were the brick wall of the school. Oh. Hey. Oh. <laughs> what? What <laughs> in the world? Give. There's not a lot of There's give. There's no there. give at all. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you lose a few players That's every year. That's all right. What are you going to do? <laughs> in the herd. Uh, what? No, I didn't want that. Oh, Rocket's Red Glare, one of my earliest fireworks queens. Yes. Sent a, a wonderful note. Uh, she's hoping for thirty more years. I think. I think Rockets is being somewhat optimistic. Mm. But you know, she also copied me on something she received. Can we be heard on Spotify? Yes. Yeah. She. She. You want to rip that too? No. Oh. She copied me on a <laughs> on an award she got from Spotify. Apparently, Spotify. Spotify will send yep. its listeners mm-hmm. a little uh, notation you're, that, you're congratulations, you've listened to so many things. Right. Yeah. Got mine already. Yep. Will oh. you explain to the listener how that works? Yeah, go ahead. Well, it's I'm uh, curious about this. You uh, dial in, and then <laughs> you uh, you record okay. what okay. you're listening to, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. My and then you mail it in via the post office, <laughs> and then... so. And then they come back to you with something. May I bring the listener in for just a brief moment? Years ago, when we were still on the radio, Rookie and I were were required to attend a digital training course in which they were going to show us how we're converting the radio audio into digital format. I mean, mix it. And this was an hour and a half of us sitting in this boardroom. (laughs) We're 12 minutes in. Rookie turns to me with the what the f yeah. look and gave me the. I'm not catching it. Up. I'm not catching it. <laughs> it was uh, it was a highlight of my time it. here at Hubbard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's return to. Uh, 
my favorite was the day we were mid podcast and Matthew was late. And uh, yeah. he walks in and sits down, and we're having a conversation, and Matthew just gives us a giant F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing you were on the air? Right. Had no idea. Right. We I, I'm really disappointed to learn hmm. what the lack of respect you gave me when I was in another room and couldn't hear what you guys were up to. It, you, you got oh, away yeah, with we you got away with yeah, a lot. We really you got time? away. Which no, time? when I was on the radio, I'd be on one side of the oh, yeah. oh and you're oh, on the yeah. other, and you two in there, you were just carrying on like children. And, now, if there were to be a town council for that, you'd have to pay fifty bucks a month. Oh, at easily, least, yeah. at easily. Least. Yeah. Yes. Favorite thing about that control room was the utter lack of ventilation in there. So something that happened an hour ago yeah. would linger for a long yeah. time. Soj, come on in here. I got to show you a new uh, button we got. Oh no! And about every six minutes, we'd hear Roycey. Hey, I got an idea about the ride. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what he would do is he didn't care that you were on the air. No, the, the on-air talking meaningless. And, but Roycey has perfected. Why are we going down wait, memory lane? I have things oh, to talk about. He's perfected the on-air door slam. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Just, oh, yeah. I, I yep. mean, that thing was like a castle gate closing. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't, didn't care a hoot. No. In fact, Rook would do the point like, okay. Here it comes. <laughs> do a show, Joe. Yeah, start the show here. What we are you have doing? kids at Edina who've been suspended. Uh, an attorney representing two Muslim kids at Edina filed a complaint Monday with the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights after the students were suspended for saying, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Uh, the two students, Somali-American girls, who participated in a student walkout in October were given a three-day suspension for chanting, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. I wonder if they, you know, there's, throughout history, uh, different meanings have been attached to that slogan. Okay. Uh, Generally, my reading suggests that it it intimates the elimination of Jewish people from Earth is, no. is the way I get it. From the Jordan River to the sea, in other words, we don't want you people. Right. We're, we're going to have all this. So uh, was the school justified in suspending them? Uh, not according to the lawyers. Bruce Nestor, a Minneapolis attorney who volunteers for Palestine Legal, an organization that protects civil and constitutional rights of people in the U.S. who speak in support of Palestinians, emphasized the context of the walkout. He said Edina had released a statement, OCT 7, acknowledging Jewish students' pain without acknowledging Muslim students' pain. See? Okay. And issued no statement after the Israeli bombing campaign began in Gaza. In the complaint, Nestor is saying to the district, rescind these suspensions and strike them from the records. And he wants the, he wants the school to issue clear guidelines that pro-Palestinian speech will not be suppressed. This is a preliminary action, Nestor said, not ruling out a lawsuit. Well, of course not. The real reason for doing this for doing something publicly is 
I've been I've been hanging on to this for a while. I, I debated whether bringing it up or not, but I think it's very telling of what's going on in the schools. Uh, and then he goes on to say, uh, we want to make it clear we're here and available to defend students across Minnesota who desire. This is a great ad for this law firm, isn't it? Who, who desire to engage in speech in support of the Palestinian people and that we will not stand for a double standard that punishes Muslim students. Uh, the slogan from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, is considered by many Jews to be anti-Semitic. I, I would concur. They cite Hamas using the slogan to call for Israelis' destruction and the genocide of Jews in Israel and Palestine territories. Uh, the always available U.S. Representative Rashida Tlaib, who is the first member of Congress. You always have to be the first. You have to. She's the first uh, Palestinian descendant uh, or the first member of Palestinian descent. She was censured by the House this month because she used the slogan. But the meaning of the slogan, which refers to the land between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea, can shift depending on who is defining it. See, Matt, that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. the problem. Jelani Hussein, executive director of the Minnesota chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations, called it an aspirational call for freedom for the Palestinian people who are not free. All right. I won't go on. Uh, I, I don't know where to be on this. Uh, uh, do the kids at Edina? It depends how you're going to interpretate. Uh, interpretate. Interpretate. <laughs> like a double word. Making up words, yeah. Interpretate. I love that one. I'm going to interpretate this saying. <laughs> interpretate. It's, it's a matter of how you interpret it, I guess. Uh, so you've got the uh, Somali kids at at uh, Edina who uh, who were suspended. I would imagine uh, they're back in school by now, and. Uh, I suppose all it waits is to see how much money they'll get. Right. If a lawsuit is filed. Now, setting it's, this aside, setting this aside, set it aside, we sure have witnessed for the last, I don't know, 25 years minimum, the people who come here. I'm not talking about these two kids necessarily. I'm just speaking generically. Have no interest in the United States. Nope. They they have an interest. If if the culture they're they're wishing to sustain is so great, why in the hell did they come here? Right. And, and we're seeing it not not just with Somalis. Any any particular group that comes to this country wishes to live like they did in their homeland, only here it would, they could, it would be more comfortable to live like they did in their homeland. Mm-hmm. I only see it with Muslims. Uh, Sorry, I had, somebody had to say it. 
and I'll probably get canceled and fired, but uh, it, that's the only culture I see it with. Everything else in this country is, yeah, the Germans hung out together, the Irish, the Italians, they all had their sectors and hung out together, but their dream was to come to America and become Americans and live the American life. With the Muslim sector, it seems like, and it's not just this country, it's all over the world, France, Denmark, et cetera, et cetera. They move to those countries and immediately try to turn those countries into what their country was before it all went to hell. Wow, that's very that's a. Very and I'm I'm point. sorry if that gets me fired and canceled, but that's what it, I have it, well, seen. Well, it won't because you're not terribly inaccurate. <clears throat> Historically, when you came to this country, you wanted to become an American. Correct, and you could even say that about. Uh, I can't throw a percentage on it, but the Mexicans that come to this country, some may or may not have green cards, they're here because they want the American way of life and they want to earn and they want to make living. And maybe some of that money goes back home. But uh, these these folks are working their asses off. And that's not to say that the Somalis aren't. They are working hard. I realize that. But they're not trying to, the, the Mexican, in, in this case, are, they're not trying to change this country. Well, the, the sea change has been this. People used to come here because they wanted to become American. Mm -hmm. Correct. Now people come here because they want to live in America. Period. See the difference? Yeah. yeah. Huge difference. You can live in America without embracing Americanism. And people you, will leave you alone. Because you get the two TVs and a car and a cell phone and food, the grocery store. Wi-Fi. Boom. Boom. And boom. Mungs, um, they have, uh, their culture is represented wonderfully in, in this state and in the in St. Paul. And they've moved right in and become Hmong Americans, if you will. And, and they, they still have stuff from their country. I'm sorry I'm being so thick-tongued here. But. I, I, I understand that, uh, but I'm very disappointed in the fact that I have yet to discover, I'm sure there are some, I have yet to discover locally a Hmong politician who is not a Mysterian. Mm. Yeah, well. The St. Well, Paul City Council members who happen to be of Hmong descent uh, have, have fully embraced the whole mystery aspect of life but couldn't you say that about any nationality no well they're all mysterians in, in politics in this state right now but i but i see what your point is the Hmong people came here hard workers uh started their businesses their uh, either restaurants or, i got it yeah and paid in cash and bought into i am in america now I, yeah. i'm not I have to uh, do what I did in, in Vietnam or, or wherever. Uh, double check me on this, Rook. You can find it. I believe it was a Hmong American legislator who introduced to the legislature the what essentially might be called, uh, what, what's the term I'm thinking of, a list of names who didn't uh, subscribe to... Uh, wokeism, uh, a list of, uh, what's the word I want? Um, Shoot, come on, help me. Anti-American, what was, was Nixon's from, uh, list? Enemies list? <laughs> no, well, an enemies list, but an enemy of the mystery. <clears throat> oh, I see. And, and she wanted a state registry oh, yes. of names. That's right. Oh, yeah. I believe that was a young woman who 
uh, might have missed a few chapters on American Wasn't, history. Didn't that include, or was it a different thing from the, the hate speech rhetoric we were and hearing? She was too. out in Maple Grove Way or uh, <clears throat> St. I think Maple Grove. And she was young, and uh, there was a name for this. Uh, you're, none of you are helping I'm me. I'm trying to look. None no. of you are any good whatsoever to help me. <laughs> you're welcome. With what the, you're thinking. With the, uh, it was a registry of... Uh, uh, slights uh, of slights and uh, uh, it wasn't that long ago either within the year wasn't it Yeah, people uh-huh. who said things that were triggering in right. their estimation yes. right you list know, of a story but I can't find who put it forward yeah, what it was what's, the, what's the name of it Johnny do you have it the story uh, leaders here uh, tracking unverified non-criminal allegations of hate and discrimination there it is it was the hate see, and discrimination list. I see. We're, we're going down a path here that makes me really nervous. I, I don't mind the state or the country or whatever recognizing all the different cultures. Like if you go to a state government website, you're going to find 80 million different interpretations and languages of our laws. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. And that's as it should be. I, I, I. I just want to make that clear. I'm not going anywhere other than... To say I believe in that. That's fine. All right. Uh, I'll I'll forego my disappointment that you can't find this. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for that. If I had a roster of legislators in front of me, I could find it. It's a female, and she's wet behind the ears. And and this is what she brought to the state table. Uh, So as I'm saying, I have yet to meet, and if, if she's not mine, I apologize, but she is of a different ethnicity than born in America, of America. She's not a white chick is what I'm saying. Got it. So can we go back to Edina and the kids? Yes. What if What if it was completely opposite? What if it were Jew kids, Jewish kids, saying something akin to what the Muslims said? What if they were saying that about Somalis? How would that play out? I'm the sure Jews they would, would be... have been suspended too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's what they were doing is considered the the uh, Somali kids. That's hate speech, whether we like it or not. That it's hate speech. I have the entire list of uh, Minnesota legislators. And Give I'm not, me a Maple Grove. Well, I'm, but I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I don't see anybody that looks. Wait like a minute. Was it the gal that used to work at TV? No. <gasps> it, no. Yes. The weather person. Um, yeah. No. No. This oh. was a person of color. It, it was Representative Samantha Vang. That's it, John. Dem- Thank you. Democrat from Brooklyn Center. Brooklyn Center. I was off by a suburb or two. And she, I don't think that went anywhere yet, did it, John? Um, she was just putting not- her nose in the tent with this one. Yeah, there there were other sponsors also. She was just one, but she's the one that spoke in front of the uh, legislature about it and, quote, why it's needed. It's not needed, so, and she's wrong. Exactly. It yeah. should be chastised and told to shut up, but that won't happen. Samantha Vang. John just had it, Chris. Yep. Vang's parents are Hmong refugees from Thailand. See, my mind ah, is shut. My you. mind has not degraded yet. Look at you. True. Gustavus Adolphus, okay. political science. Yep. Elected 2018. Yep. Single. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Single. How old? Probably in her 20s. 
Don't have a date. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is a long list of people. Holy cow. Uh, what, can I have another word? May I? Uh, well, I'm not even going to ask. I'll just do you it. You may. The hell with you. <laughs> How about another? Dile- another? Maybe Maybe we'll just have one comment a day about the proposed new state flag. And I'll select the best one every day. Well, I thought you put a kibosh on that yesterday. I'm changing my mind. Okay. She's 30. She's 30. Vang? Yeah. That's her name. <laughs> this is from Paul LeGrid. Uh, Tuesday's podcast regarding those on the Minnesota State Flag Design Committee and countless other committees filled with adult children who lead us remind me of a Thomas Sowell quote I have hanging in my home office. Quote, the beauty of doing nothing is that you can do it perfectly. <laughs> Only when you do something, it is almost impossible to do it without mistakes. Therefore, people who are continuing, who are contributing nothing to society except their constant criticisms can feel both intellectually and morally superior. Always pushing back, faithful listener Paul. He's right. Isn't that amazing? Yep, he's right. And that's we we got close to that, although we didn't get inside Thomas Sowell's mind, but we got close to it with the idea that the fear of being meaningful in the design of this flag was almost palpable. There was no there was no there was no effort to be historical or meaningful. Well, th- then they can both be both intellectually and morally superior to us. There's nothing to criticize. They've created perfection. Rook, by this doing is, nothing. This is why Joe owes you and I an apology. I'm very we good have at doing been nothing. doing nothing for years and getting ripped for it. I'm in the big league. We are perfection. Thank you. Thank you for that compliment. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm taking a break. No, 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 don't, don't. No, I want to be serious about what you just said. Say that. So you're saying. Give that to me again. That this flag represents nothing? The nothing, nothing. The nothingness that's an essential part of the mystery. Another way to say that would be a universal sameness, which offers no opportunity for contention. But that in itself is actually something. To us, yeah, to us, because we're not Mysterians. But to the Mysterian, this is a great triumph because it's an example of nothing that cannot be offensive nor challenged. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to it. All right. All right. What do you? What does that say? Resume what you were doing. If you're going to talk about garage doors, I need to talk to you um, a, a bit about that. So whenever you talk about garage well, doors, I, I'm not today. Um, today or tomorrow, next probably week. Tomorrow, probably. I've tomorrow. got something to say about garage hey, doors. I have, while you're fumbling for your paperwork, in the Hugo <laughs> area, just a stone's throw from Grunhoffers, there's a piece of property that my uh, niece's husband owns, and he has a trailer in that thing and uh, it was stolen and it has four skidoo snowmobiles in it does he live in the trailer no it's in it's it's a place where they just house warehouse stuff but it's pulling so if you're in that area I want you to look Wait, what is this is this a police this is right by shop it was this stolen so, by yeah. a 
white Ford 350 with a broken windshield that has plastic over it. They saw in the video. Are you going to do school Anything else I can next? do for your cousin? Or no, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there because there's a lot of GLers in that area. So be on the lookout. You know why? Because yeah. they're going to Grunhoffers. Well, of course they do. In Hugo, about a mile north of Hugo on Highway 61 yeah. for the greatest meats in the entire country. It's a meat emporium. They're hiring, by the way. They're looking for people. Right. Uh, by the way, if you call them at the Hugo store, they'll put together a meal for you to pick up for your football Sunday. For, uh, 651-426-2800. Double smoked skinless bone-in hams, the bratwurst, the steaks, the chops, fish, cheese, salmon. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. Snowmobiles. They got it all. No, they don't. Oh. Yep. If, if somebody tried to steal Spencer, steal oh, Spencer's snowmobile, he'd fire that throw dynamite yeah. at him. <laughs> Stick a dynamite. I can still hear that. Oh, Scared yeah. the bleep out of me. Bam. It was we fun, all, though. We all soiled ourselves. I think so. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, it's the place to go for all of the meat and all of your grilling needs, indoor cooking, grilling cooking. It's Grunhofer's in Hugo. And then Forest Lake, there's a Grunhofer's immediately east of... 35 on Highway 97, and as I mentioned, Grunhofer's in Hugo, the original location that's become a go-to favorite for GLers. It's just about a mile or so north of Hugo. It's nothing. On Highway 61. It's the best. Grunhofer's old-fashioned meats. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5600. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell him you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid indoor you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Is this the Pogues? This is Dawson Hollow. Oh, I love those guys. Oh. 
Okay. Um, Schoonover, Mike Schoonover, I've been chatting with him via text here the last 30 minutes or so. Um, he gave me a great idea. He sent me photos of his brand new fluid distribution rack from LubeTech. It looks like about eight 500 gallon totes with assorted auto chemicals, hose reels, squirt guns, the whole deal. We'll probably talk to Mike here in the next few minutes and I want to talk to him about that. But here's my idea. I want the same thing in my shop, only smaller five gallon totes and hoses with seafoam motor treatment, seafoam deep creep, seafoam transtune, seafoam um, what's, oh, bugs be gone. Everything from seafoam I want in five to 10 gallon totes with hoses. So whenever I need it, boom, there it is right there. That solves the question of the shop. But what do we do in the vehicle when we're out in the road? Well, thankfully now all vehicles come with about 20 cup holders. Um, so you just use some of those extra cup holders to hold your deep creep, to hold your bugs be gone, to hold your motor, motor treatment. So it's always there at the ready. That's how essential seafoam is to the daily lives of our cylinders. They really help. Um, the, the bug, the bug be gone. I can't even believe how amazing and actually fun it is to use. And I know we're out of bug season and I shouldn't be talking about it, but God, I just had a wonderful summer with Bugs Be Gone. I even used it in the deer stand this fall. Um, the whole lineup of seafoam products is truly amazing. You'll find it wherever fine automotive chemicals are sold. And sometimes you'll find it right in grocery stores. Pretty cool. Uh, a wonderful company, a local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. We're talking seafoam. Uh, apparently, there's a show called The Golden Bachelor. Yes. Which has been uh, successful in the ratings. Uh, it's been a pleasant season, yes. It's, uh, it's an, and, and the guy who's The Bachelor, I don't know his name, he's been portrayed as this lonely fellow uh, ever since his wife died, and he's not had any companionship, and and he's looking for a mate. And the 72 year old Jerry Turner. All that BS. And uh, listen, if you saps watch this tonight, apparently he's. this is the night he picked somebody? Yes. All right. You wouldn't know anything about it. No. The FEMA gal <laughs> thinks in the running, though. Yeah. And, and it turns out, according to the Hollywood Reporter, this guy is a phony from the get-go. He, he was living with a chick, and he dumped her when she gained 10 pounds, according to the Hollywood Reporter. He charged her rent to live with oh, him. Oh, wow. Uh, he he's doesn't not, seem like that he, on the show. He's not the famous restaurateur that he was uh, advertised <laughs> to be. He had a hamburger stand in Iowa in 1985, or maybe a couple of them. And he's had a, a series of blue-collar jobs. Nothing wrong with that, but he's been portrayed as this, you know, this forlorn, lovelorn, yes. gentlemanly despondent CEO is only looking for a new a spark in his life. It's all BS, according to the Hollywood Reporter. I think he so cries what are they a lot do? tonight. He cries a lot tonight. Yeah, you in the back. Um, I made a uh, executive decision over here in the control center. I have replaced You Can Keep That Running Baby yeah. with the following sounder. You are 15 minutes away from the latest celebrity and entertainment dirt. On my talk, 1071. I, I also have something to say now. Joe, obviously you don't watch these shows, but do you do you have control 
over your eyeballs and your brain, or are they both involuntary, and you will read any kind of crappy, cruddy story about any stupid topic that happens to pass in front of you? <laughs> Why did you... I'm assuming you chose to read this piece, but is there a possibility that you have no control over what you read and you just read everything? What what What's your deal? And... Is that a new is that a new skirt you're wearing? Anyway, uh, answer the first question. I uh, I will err on the side of saying that yeah, I read everything. Yeah, and if if I may defend Joe on this, oh, I love I saw when John this, defends me. I saw the same story because it was on Drudge, yeah. and I generally I at least start reading all the stories on Drudge just to get a feel of what they're about. So I saw that story and clicked on and it. And Kenny, so, maybe yeah. maybe this will help so. defend me, Kenny. Maybe oh. maybe you'll forgive me, Father. I I don't know, <laughs> but I also enjoy stories where the where, when the hypocrisy of the phoniness is pointed out. In other words, the producers of this show have been caught with their pants down, but, so to speak. But that, that's fine. But, I mean, let's just go to the front page. Maybe it's me that has the problem. Probably. Uh, um, yeah, I'm willing to admit I'm, I'm wrong here. But the, the big story, architect of war, architect of detente. Uh, uh, Henry Kissinger detent. died. Detent. I read that. Okay. So did Court. I. Reject polymet permit. I read that. So did I. Economy yeah, took off in third quarter. I didn't make it past the headline. Not interested. Couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> Minnesotans step up after devastating floods. Didn't read that. Uh, Health care cost 580 more per insured person last year. Okay, I read the first couple of paragraphs. Don't you have control? Do you just read everything? No matter how stupid the story is? Has Jerry been in a relationship since his wife died? That's a yes. <laughs> Carolyn, who was 14 years younger than the Golden uh, Bachelor, told THR that their romance started a month after his <laughs> wife died. She was working as an accountant at a Vera French mental health center department in Davenport, See, where she befriended <laughs> Gary, who was toiling as a maintenance man at the facility. I Now, I understand why Matthew would read that. It makes perfect sense that Thank Matthew you. would read it, Thank you, but Kenny. not Joe Souchere, no. the something He's of common sense minions. or whatever the hell we call him. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Joe. Anyway, what about Jerry? What do you want to know? Don't don't pack up and leave. I don't want to know anything. I just pointed out that he's a phony. So what are they going to do tonight? Now the world knows this. Turtle alert! Turtle alert! Turtle alert! Yeah, continue. I'm heading up to watch and see what happens. You are. See, no. your eyes have hoodwinked no. you. Yeah, I want to go back to Tina Smith, please. Uh, our correspondent Downing notes. It was mentioned on Wednesday's podcast that congressional stock moves have been largely bearish, anticipating bad times ahead. You didn't dwell on that, but I think it merits more attention. They are betting against their own team. Members of Congress expect the country to go in the tank, and then they personally will profit from it if it indeed, if it indeed happens. Wait a minute. Something ain't right here. Isn't it their job to work towards a successful, prosperous United States of America? Great yeah, point. Number one, right. Yeah, Great point. Uh, Alpha News, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we learned that Minnesota State Senator Tina Smith uh, claims that her husband is responsible for buying $250,000 worth of stock in something called Tactile Systems Technology, a Minnesota company, uh, while Tina Smith sits on the uh, Senate Committee on Health, Education, and Welfare. And uh, 
Well, I think I think basically what we concluded yesterday is that at, at the very least, that's suspicious. And we also became champions of the idea that they should pass a law forbidding any member of Congress or the Senate to engage in any stock manipulations uh, and forget the blind trust thing. They're just you just don't do it. Yeah. Harry Truman said, if you enter Congress poor and you leave rich, then you've been corrupt. Okay, I understand. I was just going to ask or mention, wouldn't it be fun to see their net worth before the election and after they leave office? There's a website. How did Biden get to be worth $10 million? Well, he's been in there forever. Hoodwinking and stealing and backstabbing and lying. There is a website. No, there is a website directly related to this. Um, I'll see if I can find it. But I know we've mentioned it on the show before. I'll see if I can find it. Plus, you've been reading everything I have about Biden and his shady deals before he became president. Whether they're true or not, who knows? But, uh, you know. The, my my opposition to Biden is, uh, is not complicated. Uh, I just look at him as a guy that happens to have had an extraordinarily mediocre career. If, if, and mediocre might be, might be too kind. Mm-hmm. He he was he he did nothing for black people back in the day. Doesn't that ensure you know? longevity, though? I within guess it the must. third, I guess yeah. it must. Uh, this Hold is on. from. Can I use this name? Let's see. What, Chris? Oh, I, I, I was just going to play something for you since uh, you were bringing up the president. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Bring it home. Happy birthday, dear Alvin. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. So bad. Uh, Can I get you another one? Yeah. <laughs> dear Joe, I am versed in the rules of insider trading, having been saddled with non-disclosure agreements and additionally have been a lobbyist for my current industry for more than a decade. I have an idea what goes on inside the Beltway. I spent time personally with Tina Smith immediately after she supplanted Senator Franken, who, despite his foibles, I found to be a decent and quite intelligent fellow. As a side note, I was on Capitol Hill the week the Congressional Baseball assassination attempt. It was struck by Senator Franken's comments the following day. He spoke of his wife, who had knitted a blanket for the newborn grandchild of Steve Scalise. Representative Scalise was nearly killed in the attack. Uh, Senator Franken made the excellent point that we should be collegial even when we don't align politically. But I digress. In my view, Tina Smith, a former VP of Planned Parenthood, was just close enough to the Dayton inner circle to get tapped to be uh, fill a vacated Franken seat. I met her just weeks into her tenure, which she stated was, and she stated she was dropped into the role which without much time to do anything besides fundraising for the next election. Mm. After five years, it appears that that is all she has accomplished. To this day, I remain unimpressed. As an engaged outside observer, I've always been amazed and suspicious of how members of Congress have the uncanny ability to enrich themselves on a salary of 174 grand a year. On Wednesday, you spoke of having money versus wealth. 
It is interesting to me how a person with money enters Congress and exits as a person of wealth. It cannot be coincidental. You may find it hard to believe that many, 10 to 15 percent by my estimation, members of Congress, especially freshman members, sleep in their offices to save money. I've personally walked past the house buildings at midnight and seen the glow of the television or music coming from the office windows. I've witnessed staffers bringing the dry cleaning into the office in the morning so the boss has clean clothes to wear. One congressman showed me the inflatable mattress he kept under his couch he slept on. If that was a charade, it was a believable one. The temptation to use the knowledge gained in committee for personal gain must be enormous. When you consider that most of these committees meet in open rather than closed session, it does seem to skirt the illegality of insider training. Trading. Secondly, when one considers that the principal CEOs of local and national businesses are, also, are always circling the water to engage for a political, less financial advantage, the temptation would likely be overwhelming. Why would a member enrich someone else if they cannot enrich themselves? Tina Smith and Nancy Pelosi stating, my husband handles the financials, is not enough. As you said in different words, we need to disincentivize politicians of the ability to enrich themselves. This will make it so that the they this will this will make it so that the truly altruistic will raise their hands to lead. You are correct in your assessment that GLers are too busy working, raising families, and making responsible choices to want to make the sacrifice to lead. However, if the ability to enrich oneself was taken away, it might be a great step forward in the great American experiment. With much appreciation and uh, respect for what you guys do, thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Don't read his name. Yeah. Um, so how do we, uh, watch me struggle with this word disincentivize wow. well they they have the law How, in front of them they just have to pass it that's the only way the that's law the only way. And, and we all agree right that that'll never happen of course they're not going to do no. that right. uh mike sent this to me as i was finding it too so thank you mike it's called the personal gain index mm-hmm. uh for politicians the problem is the one that i found and i think this is the same one mike sent the most up-to-date information i have is from about 2014 but it's it's shocking that it, yeah, and it's still probably I would guess if not worse. That, thank you. Yeah, that you're right, yeah. John. It's probably a lot worse. In, in fact, this one person, Joe, um, Shelley Pingree, C H uh, E L L I E, uh, a Democrat from Maryland, was elected in 2008. The increase in average net worth in dollars, Joe. $40,450,969. Just for her? That's an increase. Just for her. Just yes. for her an increase of 73,000% of what how she many had years? When she, before she was. I think how many years, Chris? How many years? She was elected she was, in 2008. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's been there 15 years. I, I, I don't know if she's still in office or not. This wow. list is, This list lists the top 100. And they're all all ridiculous. Uh, you know, if if it's not a twenty percent increase, it's a eighty percent increase or a one hundred percent increase. 
It's amazing yeah. to, to look. And it's both parties. There's, it's yeah, see, it's there's everybody. 40, yep. 43, this, uh, 56 Republicans, 43 Democrats, wow. one independent. Oh, by the way, this is not a Democratic sin. This is both parties. That's, yeah. that's what oh, John God. just said. No, no, yeah, this it's, is it's a government. This yeah. is not a government for the people, by the people. No. The, no. Not at all. Rook, get ready to look something up. Okay. This is from Jeremy. A simple Google search of the Senate Help Committee, the Health, Education, Labor, and whatever the P is that Smith is on. Uh, a simple search of the Senate Help Committee and lymphedema comes up with a story about the Lymphedema Treatment Act that was passed a year ago and goes into effect this January 1st. This will improve Medicare insurance coverage for lymphedema treatments. Hmm. I will let you decide if this news makes the transition transaction fishier or not. You can go to, uh, yeah. go to M-E-D-I-U-S-A, M-E-D-I U-S-A, Brooke, M-E-D-I-U-S-A dot com slash lymphedema, L-Y-M-P-H-E-D-E-M-A. Dash, tell me when you're ready. Lymphedema. Spell it again. L Y L Y M P H E D E M A. What a stupid word. Well, yesterday we used it quite a bit. It was spelled yesterday. Do you recall that? Yes. So what do you have so far? www. What causes it? No, 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 no. Let's scroll down, Matt. It's a uh, no. It's I'm about trying a, to no, get him to look at a website. Uh, no, I'm on that website, Joe. I'm telling Matt to scroll down. It, it's the Lymphedema Treatment Act passed by Congress. What the guy just said, basically. And this is a, we are alerted to this by Thank Jeremy you. in Phoenix, Arizona. You got it, Matt. I'm scrolling. It's well, a federal for, law passed on December 23rd, 22. It'll go into effect January 1, 24, to improve Medicare insurance coverage for medically necessary doctor-prescribed compression supplies that are the cornerstone of lymphedema treatment. As with most bills, this was an exhaustive process that was persistently assumed. Okay, let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way. Let's say Archie, Tina's husband, is very, uh, very schooled in uh, medical technology and medical stock. I, I think he actually is. I think we read that yesterday, yeah. And so Tina goes home, and now they're having a glass of wine at the end of the day, and he, he says, well, what happened today, babe? And he, she says, well, you know, we got an act coming up that's going to be uh, uh, easier for people to get coverage for lymphedema treatments. And maybe that was all that was said. And maybe See. Archie Archie's filing that away in his head. Okay, he knows that's unethical. Well, we just a minute, and he knows that tactile uh, that tactile outfit is in Minnesota, mm -hmm. and then he continues to do his homework, and he thinks, well, this can't miss if they just passed an act that's going to make paying for lymphedema treatments easier, then it stands to reason Tactile is going to sell more lymphedema products. And bang, bang, boom, Archie goes yeah. out and buys a quarter mil. Absolutely. 90% of that scenario is correct. The only place where you're wrong is no married man, and all of us have been married for 80 years or more, no married man ever goes home and asks his wife what happened at work today. Because we're going to get that anyway, whether we want it or not. Unless you're an independent investor. <laughs>
But that's, that's where his ethics... Unless you're married to a congresswoman. Right. Yeah, okay. But All right. he's already passed the unethical line because he's using that information. But we don't, we don't know the scenario I just invented actually happened. What if she was wow. sign language to tell him? But, but no, let's, but, say, let's say it happened that way. She, she probably has no problem saying, I didn't do anything wrong. And as you said yesterday, in her mind, she probably truly believes that. Right. Yep. But it's just too damn fishy. Very fishy. She's Minnesota. She sits on the committee that does stuff like lymphedema medicine. Mm-hmm. The company's in Minnesota. Her husband maybe is a very skilled medical uh, products stock investor. Come on. Well, then you have to. And Pete Nigerian asked the best <laughs> yeah, question, yeah, right. and I don't know how we get to it. Have they routinely made $250,000 purchases when they buy stocks? There's your yeah. there's your follow the money. Well, and, and the other part, uh, the list that Chris has that I have here, what was your Harry Truman quote? Uh, you, uh, people, uh, people can enter Congress poor, but if they leave rich, they've been corrupt. Well, all of the – I'm just going to give you two examples because uh, they're important. They were guys that were important. Uh, Tom Harkin, Democrat from Iowa, he's no longer Congress. Remember, he was pretty important though, right, in Congress. Right, right. Uh, he, uh, in his time in Congress, uh, his average worth went up by $14.8 million. No! Come on, people. We are really he, getting screwed here, aren't we? We're okay, getting, well, we are the saps of the universe. It, well, how about this Yes, one? John. Mitch McConnell, yep, who's still unfortunate, well, unfortunately, for, in terms of, of this conversation, yeah. in the same time frame, his worth went up nineteen point one million, a sixty four percent increase. So uh, all these guys are are profiting like crazy, Jesus. and this whole list is the same way. How I mean, are the they lowest the money? Everything is rigged by old white guys, isn't it? I, isn't you know it? what? I can sum it up this way. Fishy, fishy, fishy. It's very fishy. Oh, very, very. Fishy. Meanwhile, how many of the people that voted for those people are struggling to pay their rent and or mortgage? Yeah. yeah. And they're all, it's all the same. They're all 800,000, 1.6 million, 13 million, 101 million. Who's 101 million? That would be Michael McCall, uh, Michael McCall, Republican from Texas. His, his net worth went up 101.6 where are they getting the money? Why, why, are we, why, why is this happening? No, our, the question we should be asking each other is, how do we make this? How do we make this well known to all Americans? How do we get Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, all the networks, all the cable news stations? How do we get the entire world involved, but, the United States involved in this issue to shut this down? Once again, though, Kenny, doesn't it just boil down to a lot of people? A lot of people a might, lot not, of people might not don't, care. Yep. Yeah. Don't know. Don't, don't care. Don't care. Not you interested. Know, I might suggest, though, if you have all that money, take your family out for dinner at 30 Bills Restaurant. You got the money. Downtown Hopkins. So I got this note from Todd today. He said, hey, Reeves, uh, mention this on GL today. We're still taking reservations for the Sunny War concert on Saturday night and all Beauty and the Beast shows at the Hopkins Center for the Arts. So, folks, if uh, there is a show at Hopkins Center for the Arts, 30 Bales is usually pretty busy, so make sure that you make a reservation. Uh, the happy hour is still Tuesday to Sunday from 3 to 5.30. Happy hour specials include $3 domestic tall boys, $5 taps, all of our taps, we have eight. They have 18 taps. I didn't realize that. And $2 off all of 
of the wine and happy hour food ranging in price from five to ten bucks. It's a great spot for happy hour. I've been there a couple of times. It's it's fantastic. And also the short rib lasagna and pot pie are flying out of the kitchen. Thanks Word. to all of you GLers. Um, it's a great spot if you're looking for takeout for the family. As I mentioned, a happy hour spot for for you and the crew after work. It doesn't matter. The scratch kitchen's the best. Go online thirtybales.com and place that reservation. But when you go in, please let Todd and the entire crew know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Positive Thursday brought to by uh, brought to us by Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. They're right there in Shoreview. I know you've seen them, 1060 County Road E. Anything you need related to auto care can be uh, had by Schoonover. Schoonie on the phone with us before we go any further. Mike, yesterday was a gong show on the freeways just due to frost. It wasn't black ice, there wasn't snow, there wasn't rain, it was just frost, and we had a bazillion crashes and two fatalities. I wonder how many of those crashes could have been solved by snow tires or just good radial tires. Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah, that's that that would that would help a lot, Kenny, but I I still I was in that gong show yesterday and I just Common sense uh, will prevail. Um, unfortunately, it's aggression, isn't it? Common sense. Yeah, it's, it's aggression. Yep, yep, yep. You're absolutely right. All right, the shop. You sent me a bunch of pictures. I already made note of them uh, when I was doing my uh, seafoam uh, ad. Um, I love these totes or whatever that you've got from Lube Tech that um, you're calling it a fluid distribution system. Describe that for me. Uh, I don't know if I did it justice with my description. It looks like a bunch of totes filled with the various lubes we need for the car, right? Yeah, I think it's like 400 gallons. Each contains 400 gallons of different synthetic or uh, standard oil, um, you know, different weights and that type of thing. And then windshield washer fluid, anything that uh, we, we utilize for fluids, it goes in those containers and then... It uh, goes through lines that are distributed up in the service bays, so That's so, so cool. it's uh, just efficient, and we can be uh, we can be we can meter it, and we know exactly how much is going in the car, and and uh, it just makes it makes life easy for my my uh, technicians. Joe, uh, before the show, was telling me how amazed he was by your spin balancer. <laughs> I, I had to break it to him that those have been around for a while. No, this is the most modern one, though. <laughs> this is... Oh, yeah, you're probably right about that, Suge. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. You know, that, uh, it, you know, buying, uh, you know, the best equipment you can you can get. And, it, you know, number one, it's reliable. But number two, it does a fantastic job, which is beneficial to the customers. So, uh, yeah, you, you just got to spend your, you got to spend your money wisely. You know, We're a long way from putting chains on tires, aren't we? Uh, yeah, we are. We are, Joe. I think that those days are long gone. Yep. It's just in mountain passes. I'm looking at a machine, and I don't expect you to explain it to me, but it's called the Brakemate Junior Brake Flush System uh, machine that I'm led to believe that you no longer have to bleed brakes the old school way where a guy's down there working the uh, nut while the other guy's in the car pressing on the pedal. Push, push, hold. Um, The technology that goes into fixing and repairing and upkeep of today's automobiles are absolutely amazing, and evidently you have them all there. 
Yeah, you need that technology to take care of these cars, Kenny, and, and uh, you know, the old-fashioned way of doing things. Although there's still a lot of things that we do the old-fashioned way because it still works. But when it comes to, you know, braking systems and cooling systems and, you know, all the other systems that are in these vehicles, you just need the best equipment that you can get. So, um, here's, yeah, here's a- and, and that, <laughs> that needs to be, you know, those vehicles need to be maintained. You know, it's really cool to buy a new car. Uh, it takes some work to maintain it. Uh, I'm looking at something called a CVAC where you can fill green, remove fluid, do something red, pressure test. You know what? The only thing your new shop is missing is a big, giant picture window. So when our car's being worked on, kind of like the uh, the car washes where you can watch your car wash going down the belt system, uh, that's what I want at Seafoam so I can see all the cool tools you have, Mike. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. And all that means, GLers, that... Anything you need, anything at all related to your automobile can be had right there at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, the official body shop and auto care joint of GL for obvious reasons and always rated as one of the top metro shops. We're talking schoonoverbodyworks.com. Do the talent. Here we <laughs> Boy, go. I'm going to be eating wiener water soup compared to rookie. Yeah. Shane? Fighting the demagogues of diversity. It's Joe Suchere. What? Here's John Hyde. Here's John Hyde. Why, thank you, Joe and Chris. Uh, This news update brought to you by North American Banking Company. A house exploded before dawn today in South St. Paul. Officials are saying they did find one person dead. They're searching for others in the debris. Mm. It happened in the 1200 block of South 9th Avenue. It uh, lit the dark sky. A bright orange sent smoke skyward high enough to be captured on multiple traffic cameras along I-94, 494, excuse me. The explosion happened about 618. The flames were quickly extinguished. The Metro Fire Chief, South Metro Fire Chief Mark Jelf, said firefighters quickly extinguished it, have been going through the debris, searching to see if there are any more victims. I was up at 6 a.m. this morning. I check in with how the crowds are at the airport via a program every morning Mm -hmm. just to see what's going on. And as I'm flipping through, I felt a jolt. I thought a piece of tree branch hit the house. Huh. So I went out back, didn't see anything. Went out the front, didn't see anything. Still under grunders? Uh, yeah, this is about maybe it's three blocks from story. my house. No, but I found that go. explosion. It was you so didn't weird. see the flames or anything? Uh, I didn't, and then I heard all the fire trucks coming, and then I went back, and we saw that there was, they were putting white smoke was coming up everywhere. It smelled like a fire when you went outside. We, we get about three a year that blow up. And when I left, NSP was everywhere. There were trucks, and it was a probably a, I don't know, two or three alarm fire. They just kept coming. Hmm. And the thing was just leveled. Yeah, the picture. But you said one person was inside? One person, yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. That, that was as of about a half hour ago. But isn't that weird? I'm two and a half blocks away, and I felt it. Well, no, that, that's, that's not uncommon. Yeah, no, that's normal. Yeah. <clears throat> that's really, you were that close? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. If I left now, walking or driving, driving, okay, uh, I could probably get to somewhere where I'd have a pretty good chance of seeing the northern lights tonight. Huh? You have to oh. go way up north, though. Perfectly, tonight. Cl- perfectly we'll clear night. Go. There, there. Uh, we've got a strong uh, GB uh, geomagnetic storm. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh Possible tonight for four coronal mass ejections. 
Whoa. With clear Excuse skies me? expected yep. in Minnesota, that could set the stage for spectacular aurora sightings tonight. Hmm. But huh. you got to leave the metro. The NOAA is predicting that northern Minnesota will have a high likelihood of seeing the aurora, while the northern lights could stretch as far south as central Iowa. Every time they say that, I have not found that to be true. Yeah, that doesn't work. Darn it. I, I just think it's so important to see these, and I, I keep failing to see them. Follow-up to a story we talked about last week, an original resolution concerning the uh, Israel-Hamas war adopted by the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers Local 59 in late October, remember, due criticism from the Jewish Community Relations Council, or JCRC. Uh, at the time, the JCRC said the MFT resolution was anti-Semitic, failed to concentrate on the well-being of all students in Minneapolis schools. Well, they uh, did a newer resolution last night. They expressed concern for, and this is uh, how they quoted it, all Jewish, Muslim, Israeli, and Palestinian students who are deeply hurting, and the focus must remain centered on fostering a safe learning environment for all students. JCRC executive, uh, Deputy Executive Director Ethan Roberts says the newer resolution is a gracious statement from the M. FT. He said the new resolution does not take a political position. A lot of members said, have said they don't think it's appropriate for their union to weigh in on these kinds of things. Did you hear that, Reavers? Yes. Well, then where's the foghorn? I am sorry. It was... <laughs> it, it didn't hear. There we go. Right what are you looking at? <clears throat> the thing that we were discussing that you didn't want to know more about. All right. Yep. Speak, <laughs> speaking... Okay. Uh, last week, they reported, uh, Channel 5 reported on a man known for being a serial shoplifter. Did you see this story? Yes. yes. Uh, th- yeah. Uh, the man was arrested on Thanksgiving as a follow-up here, but it was not for shoplifting. Minneapolis police officers arrested uh, Angelo Wagner Jr. for domestic assault on Thanksgiving morning. He had multiple warrants out for his arrest after failing to appear at court hearings related to all the theft charges. Police records show Wagner is accused of stealing at least $125,000 worth of merchandise from Target and hitting at least 26 stores in Minnesota over a two-month period back in 2021. Surveillance video that our friends at Five Investigates, Scott, shows Wagner cutting iPhones from a Target display, grabbing a PlayStation 5 from a locked storage room in another Target, and walking out of Best Buy with several laptops. He's currently facing charges for shoplifting from a Walmart in Blaine, a Target in Plymouth, and a Best Buy in Eden Prairie. He's emblematic of what retailers say is a larger problem across the country. A study from the Council on Criminal Justice found more than 95% of shoplifting cases across the U.S. involve just one or two. Two people. Minneapolis police arrested Wagner last week after officers responded to a reported domestic abuse in progress at a home at 8.30 in the morning. You if, the if the stores continue to have to lock up products behind plexiglass or glass. Oh, my God. Well, I'm, maybe I'm asking something terribly obvious, but ultimately, doesn't that just destroy their business? Because I'm not going there. Well, I'm not going to go try to find somebody that has a key. It might be industry-wide, though. It might, that might well, come to that. Well, I got news for you. Shoplifting also does that. Right, but I don't want to take we time to, to have somebody go in the back room and find somebody who has the key <laughs> to get an authorization to slide the thing open so you can buy some bleeping shaving cream. We need to change the rules, <laughs> and you can tackle some jackass that's running out with the TV. That's what needs to be done. Yeah, uh, A friend of mine sent a picture a couple of weeks ago. He was, I don't know, Oklahoma or Nebraska somewhere. The underpants were locked up. 
Well, that, oh that makes God. sense to wow. me. <laughs> for see, those two states, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, that's a great blight on America. Uh, yeah. America was a place where you could go to the store right. and get stuff. Well, you know a guy that couldn't get a toothbrush in San Francisco. Right. No, he said getting one in Hong Kong was easier than in San Francisco. Yeah, okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Or Beijing or wherever the hell he was. I don't know where he was. Over there someplace. He was right. over there. Yeah. A small Minnesota chocolate company has won some international awards. Uh, I'm not familiar. Rook, perhaps you are. This is your category. St. Croix Chocolate Company. Yes. In Marina on St. Croix. You're familiar? Yes. Very familiar with that. It's, oh, right it's, home. it's, it's downtown. It's downtown. Downtown? Yeah. Afton? Yeah. Or Marine and St. Croix? Croix. There is no downtown. It's right there's there. two stores. There's the biker bar, the general store, right, and a right. Chipotle. And then when you go down the hill, there's um, Marine Bottom, which is a great restaurant, but you got to bring your own beer. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Breaking uh, it down. The St. Croix Chocolate it. Company did take home two medals at the International Chocolate Awards in Italy on Sunday. The shop won a silver and a bronze for two of their tasty creations, including... A macadamia bonbon. Oh, boy. Mm. Now, isn't it true that real chocolate is good for you? Dark chocolate, dark chocolate. is good for you. It's got to be a high dark chocolate <laughs> Quality. content. Yes, it can't. Not a Snickers bar. No, yeah. that doesn't have any. Listen to you trying to justify yourself. No, I don't have any good, but I would be I tempted to try this gal's dark stuff. Dark chocolate is good uh, Good for your Dark heart. chocolate tastes like feet. No, it's no it does gross. not. Matthew, well, Matthew what are those round little balls? They come avid- like individually. Uh, Flip Wilson. Uh, individually, uh, no. Oh, the, uh, the gray ones with the, the hazelnuts. No, they're fancy, individually wrapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of the name. I can think oh. of Toblerone, the uh, the long, skinny one that's rectangular. What's the name of this winning outfit, John? St. Croix. I'm too busy laughing at Chris. That Thanks. was very funny, Chris. Thanks, Johnny. St. Croix Chocolate Company in Marine. Well, Saint you know, Croix. a guy could stop there and get some chocolate. And that's a charming part of Minnesota. Really? I'm, well, not, I'm could, unaware of that. You could go with Rook, because Rook knows exactly where it is. Just have him give you Well, I know exactly where go. it is. Come on uh, in, Joe! Unfortunately, you can't go online because we're temporary sold out online. Sure, they're winners. Oh, right? wow, yeah. They've got really good stuff. Oh, How about boy. you two taking a little stroll this afternoon after the show? Huh? Go up to the Grund? Huh? That's on the way. That's on the way. Right on the way. You turn on, what is it, 14? I know how to do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Why don't we, uh, you, you can get why don't we take a break and let these fellas plan their trip? Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, want to we'll take my car? Rook. No, we got to take Rookie's car. That way you can critique. We'll automobile. take your car and drive it. We'll take it to a motel room <laughs> and take them off in private. Rook, do your ad, Thank you, Jay Giles. <laughs> hey, speaking of nice and toasty warmness, welter heating on those chilly evenings, you want to be nice and comfy cozy inside, and they can do that for you if you have a problem. If you don't have a problem, well, just keep welter heating on uh, you know, the, the docket, your telephone closet. The, doc, the telephone closet, yeah. because you may need them for your air conditioning next spring, or you may need them to close down your heating unit next spring. Or maybe it's just a regular tune-up. It's making funny noises. Please get in touch. And again, 
I don't know. You know, think about that. That house that exploded in South St. Paul, where that unfortunate person died. Yes. It may have been a natural gas thing. If you have natural gas heating, make sure everything is tuned up and the welter people who are certified can come out to your house and give you the green light on your heating unit. 612-825-6867 or go online to welterheating.com. For the holidays, I hope your shelter is heated by Ray N. Welter. Not Lenny. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Hi. Um, her name is Bridget McCutcheon. She um, she's from Wisconsin. Young lady now holds the record of the youngest gal to ride a motorbike around the world. Cool. The globe. Nice. Yeah, that was an adventure, and she did that on her adventure motorbike. If you're the adventurous type, Moon Motorsports, they are our adventure motorcycle headquarters. More brands of adventure and uh, touring motorcycles than any other dealership here in the Midwest. They've got adventure bikes in all sizes for any level right now. They've got great manufacturer cash and rebates for many of your favorite adventure models. KTM 390 Adventure, uh, the KTM 1290 Super Adventure S. I wonder how many models KTM makes. I'm going to guess it's 25 or more. Um, BMW, the R1250 GS Adventure. They've got those. The Triumph Tiger 1200 GT. You're going to save 500 to 2500 right now. You'll also get no payments for 90 days. Free first service and free storage or delivery. Get on moonmotorsports.com, the website. Check out all the bikes and the deals. Then stop into Moon Motorsports and let them help you outfit you for the adventure ahead. Moon Motorsports, we're talking KTM, Husqvarna, Triumph, BMW, Ducati, Yamaha, and Honda. Adventure Superstore, moonmotorsports.com. John? In other news, thanks, Kenny. One of the most polarizing figures in the last 100 years of American history has died. Henry Kissinger, the towering, influential former Secretary of State who earned a reputation as a brilliant diplomat, but drew international condemnation and accusations of war crimes for his key role in widening the American presence in Vietnam and the U.S. bombing of Cambodia, died Wednesday. He was 100 years old. Kissinger was a Jewish refugee from Nazi Germany, reached the pinnacle of the American political establishment, and in turn became an unlikely household name. He was Secretary of State and National Security Advisor under two Republican presidents, Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford, and advised powerful leaders in both American political parties for decades. He came to be seen as one of the leading diplomats and international relations intellectuals of the 20th century. He won the Nobel Peace Prize for negotiating the settlement that ended the Vietnam War, jointly receiving the award with Lee Duc Tho of North Vietnam, who refused the honor. But he was also one of the most singularly reviled public figures of his age. Detractors pointing to the illegal carpet bombing of neutral Cambodia and Laos that killed hundreds of thousands of civilians and led to the regime of Pol Pot, a regime believed to have killed up to two million people in that country. He also supported brutal regimes in Argentina, Chile, Indonesia, and Pakistan. His most vociferous opponents labeled him a war criminal, and some even called for him to face charges at The Hague. He received several awards, including the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civilian honor, and the Medal of Liberty, a prize given to 10 of America's most culturally significant foreign-born luminaries. He certainly dated some uh, notable women, didn't he? He did. He was quite the ladies' man, Oh, apparently. like who? 
Jill oh, St. Jill John. St. John and, uh, you know, some of those. Yeah. She went out with that crusty old oh, icky looking no, weirdo, there, there, dude? There was many. Did you read about, their names well, are not springing to my mind. Did you read about that in The Hollywood Reporter as well? No, it's a very common knowledge. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I did see in the stories today, though, apparently that was somewhat of a cover. Uh, he, didn't, oh. he didn't. He wasn't really. He, no, he wasn't interested in that. And right. in fact, fell in love with a woman in 1974 that he ended up oh. marrying who was his widow. So it's part of oh. it was a cover. Well, he but, would just have a nice lady on his arm at On events, his arm. There you go. Perfect. At, at events. Exactly. Uh, him, and, uh, him and Nixon were quite the duo, weren't they? Quite the pair. I wonder if both of them talked to the paintings. I think, now, as I recall from reading one of the Woodward Bernstein books, he was quite worried because Nixon was talking to the paintings. He was one of the people that uh, tried to warn everybody that uh, Dick was losing Well, Dick had really lost it. I mean, he was, and the paintings were answering him, you know, so. They don't, wait a minute, they don't answer you? Nope. Nope. (laughs) I've never heard that phrase before, talking to the paintings. He literally was talking (laughs) to the paintings (laughs) on the wall. I had never heard that before. the eyes moving to the the eyes? Yeah, wherever you went, yeah. (laughs) That's just in the hotel room. Oh, okay. Right. There's, there's an odd political event tonight. Fox News hosting a 90-minute debate between Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and Governor Gavin Newsom of California. Starts at 8 our time. It's a very unusual event because, well, they're not from the same state. One's a Republican presidential candidate and the other's a high-profile Democratic governor who's been a surrogate for the Biden administration. Huh. This whole thing will be moderated by Sean Hannity. And uh, it'll be on Fox News Channel starting at 8 o'clock. DeSantis needs a boost in the Republican race for the presidential nomination. He appears to be falling behind Nikki Haley for the second spot behind Donald Trump. Newsom, rumored to be the first on the list for Democrats, if for some reason Joe Biden would decide what's run. What's the purpose? What's the reason for this? Well, they got in a big uh, bleeping match not too long ago, the two of them, and were tweeting at each other and yep. saying things about each other. And Go DeSantis. This Save the only, us from Newsom. This going to be the nominee. This is there's only about one thing: ratings, numbers. Yep. That's and it, it. And it will. I guarantee. Won't it be huge? Huge. Well, they huge. take a look at their algorithms and they say, "Whoa, look at all the people on the left. Oh, look at all the people on the right. How do we get them together? How Cage do we match? Get, how do we Let's get go. exactly <laughs> right there?" Did you see Joe at a public event yesterday, and he was telling the boys, "I got a marine who could blow up the world." In meaning the suitcase. Yeah. So I got a marina. He's oh, one. He's about like one what? day short of telling people he's wearing new socks. Mm-hmm. He's a windshield like her. Come on, man. He is. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, uh, new socks. Kenny, you're right. Lint. L i n d t. Yep. That that those are really good. I think we did that off the air, didn't we? Yeah, I think so too. Financial news. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rallied today to a new high for the year 2023. As more cooling inflation data and strong sales force earnings capped the benchmark's best month since October of 2022. Uh, earlier in the day, the, thir- uh, the Dow was up over 300 points. The S&P was flat. The Nasdaq composite was a bit lower. The Dow is closing out November with an 8% gain, ending a three-month losing streak. But it's a different lint from your belly button. We oh, have I've got a, a story about right that. Here's where that failed. 
The, I needed the, the editing failed. The, the editing failed. Matthew, a couple of weeks ago, I needed a uh, needle nose plier and I drew blood. Oh my God! Oh my God. What the hell is wrong See you? what you did. See what you led to there, Rook. See, Joe's right. You needed to edit right there. Yeah, <laughs> drew here, blood. Here, here's something. You can't get a bandage inside your belly button. They don't make them for <laughs> that, especially right, if you I'll... can't find it. Kenny noted. <laughs> Uh, you know, I lent a guy my needle nose. <laughs> and you know what? Seriously, this is an odd. He gave me the wrong one back. Oh, he did the old swap. Well, I confronted him. I got my real one hey. back. But I said, hey, you gave me the wrong one back. Oh, my, oops, I guess I didn't notice. My initials on the bottom. Not I, much of a story, is it? We're no, talking about really. a, a new passion of mine. I have got every kind of needle nose you can possibly imagine, including one that's about a foot and a half I long. I doubt if you have more needle noses than I do. Oh. Oh, a I'm going to after the show, I'm going to go to the drawer and take a picture. Do you this, have the long tweezers I, what, I, that I, you, to get stuff out from between the console and your seat? I think the I long do. tweezers. You can I get think the, so. I'm going to buy anything they put at the near the cash register at a hardware store. Whatever they put there, Point I'm buying it. Point of purchase. <laughs> I say I'm sale. just I'm, I'm such no a sucker. No wonder Mike loves you. Yeah. yeah Lights, no uh, flashlights, uh, needle nose pliers, a 14 in one screwdriver. I, uh, whatever <laughs> they got, I'm buying. It. I and need I usually that. say I, I have to have it. Yeah. How did you guys know I needed that? Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> Back to the uh, news, uh, musician death. Apparently, I have to do this one. I found out before the show for our guy, Tom, huh? Uh, Tom, uh, upstairs, a big fan. Shane McGowan, the brilliant but chaotic former songwriter and frontman for the Pogues, who reinvigorated interest in Irish music in the 1980s by mixing it with punk rock, has died. He was 65 years old. Really bad teeth. Mm. Yeah, well, you got him fixed, though. 2015. I looked it up before the show because I knew he got him fixed. I just didn't know when. Uh, Victoria Mary Clark, his wife, announced his death on Instagram. McGowan emerged from London's punk scene in the late 1970s, spent nine years with the initial incarnation of the Pogues. Rising from North London pubs, the band was performing in stadiums by the late 1980s before McGowan's addictions and mental and physical deterioration forced the band to fire him. He later founded Shane McGowan and the Popes, with whom he recorded recorded and toured in the 1980s. He uh, earned twin reputations as a hugely destructive personality and a master songsmith whose lyrics painted vivid portraits of the underbelly of Irish immigrant life. Uh, his best known, uh, he's best known for the opening lines of his biggest hit, an alcoholic's lament turned unlikely Christmas classic called Fairy Tale of New York, which opens with, it was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. Huh. That's it. Shane McGowan was 65. Well, Tom was weeping today to one of his songs, uh, something about heaven, Tears from Heaven. or uh, um, That's Clapton, isn't it? Right. No, it's, it's something Ghost, about I know, Dance Ghost of a Smile, which is a great song. Sounds like The Replacements, actually. Yeah. Uh, it was produced by Joe Stormer, who was actually a member of the Pogues briefly after. Yeah, he was a Clash, Clash guy. Yeah. yeah. It's he funny that he wrote that lyric. That's my most memorable and joyous Christmas ever was the Christmas I spent in jail. Really? What the hell? <laughs> New details. Noted. On the scene. 
On the sequel to Spinal Tap, <laughs> director Rob Reiner. It'll feature some stars this time around. Well, it did last time, too, but this time it'll have bigger stars. The new uh, one will feature Paul McCartney, Elton John, Garth Brooks, and many other stars, according to Reiner. They'll begin shooting in February. The members of the fictitious band, the actors Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shear, will all come back for the sequel. Over the years, the three have all played real-life concerts as their Spinal Tap characters. Who was, was Harry Shear, the guy that got caught in the glass revolving yeah. thing and couldn't get Base out? player, yeah. Derek uh, Smalls. Yeah, God, that was funny. That was a funny yeah. movie. It really was. Have you the, guys sampled Rob Reiner's JFK thing, his podcast? I have not. No. No. John, you will not like it. Okay. Because it speaks the truth right, about the, the truth. JFK. Yeah. And I hate to give credit to Rob Reiner, who I don't like. <sighs> Me too, but he's right on the money on everything. So he said here. Oswald did it then. I didn't know he was in favor of that. It's, that John, you, um, you need to just put aside all of your biases and listen with an open mind. That's all Kenny, I ask. I've read every freaking book about the damned assassination. I know every theory. John? And you still walk away thinking a guy with a $29 rifle from Sears pulled this off. I'm going to go to your guy, your your writer. Stephen Hunter? But have have you read anything recently? Have you read anything in the last five years? I hear we have 100 sealed pages that have yet to be unsealed. But they they don't have anything to do. John, all I ask of you is an an open mind. That's all I ask. And then rethink it and then tell me. What does he say did it? And if you stick to the same conclusion, he, I believe it's not over. CIA, the mafia, everybody all in one. JFK didn't die. He went and lived in Syria. I can't talk to you about this, John, because you're so goddamn smart. You're smarter than the rest of us. You refuse to open your mind. You've shut the door on this. I've read every book about this. Read a new book. Read a new one. Since all the new information has come out. From the CIA stuff? You know what? You don't have to read a book. Just listen to Rob Re- Meathead's podcast. Uh, I guess the Meathead is, podcast. My time is, is valuable, called? Kenny. No, it should be, though. What is it my called? My time is valuable. Yeah, just Google it. You'll it's just it. the Rob Reiner JFK assassination podcast, yeah. right? I think Rob yeah. Reiner podcast, I believe. You know what the number one sports podcast in the country is? Uh, Barstool Monday Sports. Night Sports no. Talk. Monday Night Sports Talk. No. Uh, Kelsey and his brother. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Oh, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about our Kelsey. Travis Kelsey and what's his brother's name? Jason. Jason. He's a center like you, Kenny. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, entertainment, NASCAR, did you see this? No. Has announced a massive $7.7 billion media rights deal that will include Fox Sports, NBC, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Amazon. The new media rights deal, which was announced yesterday, will begin in 2025, run through the end of the 2031 NASCAR season. Sports Business Journal reports the media rights deal will be worth $1.1 billion a year. That's up from the $820 million per year that NASCAR previously had in place that expires in 2024. Now, the unusual part about this is uh, the streaming deal will include Amazon Prime Video, which it does not now, which means if you watch NASCAR, uh, you're going to have to get Amazon Prime Video. What we a, have that? What a mistake! I hate what's happened. To, there's some nights we can't watch a wild game because they're on some ESPN.com thing, including tonight, which I so, think is on something called BSN Extra. 
Do we get that? I wonder. Well, that's the pl- what's what the yeah. plus used to be. No, because I've seen them advertised as on being BSN plus. Oh, then maybe this is something different. Why I'm would saying. a team? Gotcha. Why would they agree to not be on TV? God I don't understand that. Yep, I agree with you, Kenny. But it's well, they're dumb. they're essing on their fans. They are. They're just crapping on all of us. Which is exactly why Valley Sports North has declared bankruptcy. Didn't the Timberwolves pick a great year to not be on the radio? <laughs> They're not on the radio They're in first place with one of the best records in the NBA, and they're not on the radio. That's not entirely yeah. true. Well, what is true then, Chris? Well, okay, if you want to talk about a competitor, they have a deal with iHeartMedia. Well, what channel? KFan? KFan. Well, they're not, not every game is on the radio, but they do have I a deal. I guess that's my point. And they, the Wild would supersede, supersede that, right? the uh, Wolves, right. um, my guess. Well, that's a mistake. You've got to put every game on the radio. But there, then there is yeah. irony. There is irony that the wolves are <laughs> yeah. good yeah. and that you can't hear. But just like right. what oh, happens there. I've got news for you guys: the twenty-five-year-olds yeah. really don't listen to the radio anymore. <laughs> well, how would a twenty-five-year-old listen to a Twins game? Well, really? Isn't it, isn't it? Isn't it coming over the phone? All of their games are downloadable isn't it on an app. Coming over the phone <clears throat> via radio? Nope, through an app. Matthew watches the Wild via some app that he goes through. And it's, it's live down well, in Austin. I'm sorry, that's just that's tonight. I just don't, I don't like Sports. the way things. Are Do you going. know you that we are tonight. no longer a radio show? We're not. We are a podcast now. Really? Yep. Same line of thinking. Boy, this... Joe yelled at you. Chris Kenny yelled at me. Rook, do you want to yell at anybody? I want to just do my zero res. Yes, now. he does. Oh, he wants okay. to yell at all of us about zero res. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm probably not going to yell, but I just want to mention to all of you garage logicians that zero res is back. Tis the season to be jolly, and nothing makes me happier or jollier than a clean home. Now, if you've had some Thanksgiving spills, get rid of them before Christmas Eve. Can they get rid of the dressing that's ground into the carpet? They can do everything. I've used Zero Res in the past, and they do do a fantastic job of getting out those tough spills. Don't DIY it. Leave it to the professionals. If your home is ready for the holidays, Again, I want you to Google the company, Google Zero Res, because they've got a 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews, and the key, the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee, makes it easy to get what you pay for. Yes, Zero Res stands behind every single cleaning. I can hear I can hear the cleaner on the carpet right now as we speak. Sounds like a big belly. Uh, call Zero Res today and get the GL, the rookie GL special. Three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just 129 bucks. And don't forget Dirt and Dander's favorite hiding place, your air ducts. This month takes 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Call Zero Res right now. 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. It's spelled same forwards or backwards. Or go online at ZeroResMinnesota.com. Say you want the rookie and the garage logic special, and you gotta say the name to get the deal. Remember, spell it forward or backward. It spells the same. Zero Res. Make it yours. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree. 
Joe Souchere. All right, write this phone number down. Okay. You All ready? Right. Here, just a minute. Yeah. 612 yeah. 895 2440. All right. 612 895 2440. Make that call to Hofferman Water today and get on the schedule for that free water analysis and give yourself and your family the gift of fantastic water this holiday season. I did it a couple of years ago. Uh, I love my new system from Hofferman and Connecticut. It's going to make an amazing difference in the quality of your water. I've been a customer for, let's see, seven years now. Holy cow. Uh, Hoffermanwater.com is their website, and you can see every single system that they have to offer, whether it's a water softener, an iron rust or odor filtration system, or a brand new drinking water system. They're going to take care of you and your family and your home with the magical gift of water. So get on that schedule. Get in touch with the fine folks at Hofferman Water today. They have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Let them know you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. Uh, I'm pleased to know this. I did not know this. Uh, Billy Stein up in Aiken tells me that there's a new Christmas story movie. It's called A Christmas Story Christmas. It's the sequel to the original with several of the original characters, now adults. This was out last year. Yeah. I'm unaware yeah. of it. Yeah. He said it was, they actually, it's actually pretty good. He said, I can't recommend it highly enough. Ralphie and his family return to his boyhood home after the old man's death just before Christmas. See it if you haven't. You won't regret it. Gene Shepard's family helped write it. Mm-hmm. As he gathers from the credits, didn't we? We talked about yes. it, didn't we? I yeah. think so. Well, no, we Billy must have just stumbled on it. The oh. Christmas story is a long staple of our attention, but I didn't know there was a sequel to it. Yeah, we 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 watched it here last year in our, on our house. In our house, are the Bumpus's dogs in it? <laughs> Those were my favorite. Um, Christmas story two. Yes. That's the title. Yes. <laughs> Only, uh, I'm making sure it's the, the same one. Uh, I said to the Lymans, let me know what you're doing. And he said, uh, Tom writes back, we came to Ecuador to visit the Galapagos Islands, which we did. Then we decided to remain in Ecuador for the rest of the 90 days that we can stay per their visa rules. We rented a vacation home in Ecuador until July 8th, 2024. As you may recall, in Feb of 2019, Jessica had emergency open-heart surgery bypass while they were in South Africa. Several weeks ago, uh, does he want me to read this? Well, several weeks ago, she had a doctor's appointment here in Ecuador with a cardiologist because she was having AFib. The cardiologist prescribed a new medication. The new medication wasn't working, so the cardiologist scheduled a new appointment for her. He had her go back on the original medication she had been using that worked. She didn't have enough of that medication to last until January when we were due to leave Ecuador. We went to numerous pharmacies to get the medication she had been taking. None of them had it. We discovered that this medication she is taking is not allowed in Ecuador. So we decided to leave Ecuador this December 14th, a couple weeks, and return to Nevada, their state of residency. We've rented a vacation home in Lake Las Vegas, near Las Vegas, for several months, and we'll regroup. We'll schedule schedule a doctor appointment and get her prescriptions filled. Then we'll be off again on our journey of the worldwide travel. Well, our best wishes to Jessica. I'm sure she'll be okay. 
Huh? They'll yes. just get yes. back here and yes. and get the right stuff. And so only because they come to us. Now, let's clarify something before with the a Christmas story. There is a Christmas story, too, that came out in 2012 and has Ralphie as a 15-year-old. What I think Billy Stein just watched was A Christmas Story Christmas, which came out in 2022. And that's when he returns to the old man's house after he dies. All right. Only because they come to us all the way from Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador. On this day. Joe, today is November 30th. In 1843, Martha G. Ripley was born in Lowell, Vermont. A crusader for public health measures, Dr. Ripley would... Establish Minneapolis's Maternity Hospital in 1886. A memorial to her was dedicated at the state capitol in 1939. On this day, November 30th, in 1912, Gordon Parks was born in Fort Scott, Kansas. He moved to St. Paul as a teenager and eventually developed a career as a photographer, writer, filmmaker, Composer Composer. and musician. He would work for the Farm Services Administration, become a war... photographer in 1943 and was the first African-American on Life magazine staff. His movies include The Learning Tree, based on his autobiography... That's that's it. That's it? Oh. On this day... Uh, 1130. In 1960... And I can tell you right now, this didn't work. Novelist Ernest Hemingway was admitted to St. Mary's Hospital in Rochester, where he undergoes shock treatment for depression. And then days he, later, yeah, he blew his brains out in Idaho. So I don't think the shock treatment worked. It didn't take. As didn't take. Didn't give take. me, give me shock treatment. Give me, give me shock treatment. Give me, give me, give me shock treat. On this day, November thirtieth. In 1967, Minnesota Senator Eugene J. McCarthy announced he will challenge President Lyndon B. Johnson for the 1968 Democratic nomination for the presidency. The University of Minnesota Young Democrats chapter became the first in the nation to back McCarthy, who despite early successes, does not earn his party's nod. Now, who did in 68? That would be Hubert Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey, that's right. Hubert Horatio. And if we thought Chicago in 1968 was crazy, what's it going to be like this summer? Yeah, it'll be interesting. What's it going to be like? It's full of immigrants. It's full of crime. It's full of street violence. And that's without the politics showing up. Hey. Don't they have they have laws against guns in Chicago? It should be okay. Well, that's true. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry about tightest, it. Tightest gun laws in the country. Yeah. Really doing a lot of good. It works there. It works there. Yeah. You yeah. just keep them out. You can't bring right. them in. Right. Thank you, GLers. And thank you, GLers, for listening to me when I tell you about Sound Story. I want to tell you that it's the time of year everybody gets together for the holidays. You, how about this? Suchi boy, sound story. The first time you met the CP, the first time you were in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You can get that that story. You can get that story. It is serious, guys, because you know what? 
You can talk about it, but then generation after generation, you know, people go after Ancestry.com, but that's just where do they show up? This is, here's my life. Why don't you, you tell them your, how you paint your wife's feet? I, I would. If I, when I do my sound story, yeah. I will. You and your siblings can go in on a gift certificate for your parents and get them a sound story starting at just $3.99 at MySoundStory.com. Now through Friday, enter the promo code FLASHLIGHT. You get 10% off that sound story For $3.99? Seriously? Yeah, it's a good a deal. A come to your house and record you? And this is professionally done. It's not just uh, you're doing it on your phone. It's going to be a good deal. Cost more than that in gas. Imagine being able to listen to a podcast interview with your grandparents, your mom, your dad, whatever the case may be. Just go to MySoundStory.com, enter promo code FLASHLIGHT to get this holiday special of 10% off a gift certificate for SoundStory. Promo code FLASHLIGHT at MySoundStory.com. SoundStory, for you, for them, forever. Forever. It is a cool deal. I think. I wish my grandpa would have done that. Papa Joe, tell us about your life. Well, you know, I did this show. Yeah, see? <laughs> Got a brand new fart button. Right. Use big words. Sometimes we had new sounders. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, if you want to be entertained for free, you can go to YouTube and subscribe to Garage Logic at no cost to you. If you want to be uh, involved, if you want to get behind the scenes, that's the Garage Logic Town Council. That's found online at garagelogic.com. Ten bucks a month. I have to sign some new uh, certificates Welcome. today. Yeah. Welcome, newbies. Thank yeah. you for signing up. They got the message. And do it right now. Go start right now, but don't do it. No, you, you got to sit there because we got to do the. I know. I'm not coming back. Oh. Garagelogic.com also has garb available for your Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa gift giving. Yes. GarageLogic.cha. It is time once again that we pick up that phone. We make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic. And now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Do exactly what I did and pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You called Josh for that free, yes, I said free, 48-minute financial consultation with absolutely zero obligation. And he's always always going to give you straight talk. He's never going to give you sugar-coated advice, and he's on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And today, Josh, you would like to discuss the fact that the Fed is still in the picture and Disney's taking on a little bit of heat right now. Disney is taking on a little bit of heat, but let's focus in on, on the Fed because the last now two years, the Fed has really had the ear of both the stock and the bond market. As the Fed has been moving interest rates up, and the Fed does have an effect just on short-term rate, and then the long end of the curve will follow that. But as the Fed has been raising short-term rates in an effort to bring down inflation, and to a large degree, their efforts have indeed brought down inflation. Not to mention, of course, the supply chain has come back to where it was prior to the COVID lockdowns. And that has helped. The price of oil has come down from a peak a year and a half ago at $130 a barrel, now trading down at $78 a barrel. And that has helped. And today's PCE indicator, which is a favorite of the Fed, came in only up 0.2% for the month of October and 3.5% year over year. So that was in line with estimates. And that indicator does give the Fed a more information to at least end or potentially end the rate hikes. Yet earlier this week, we had dueling Fed governor speeches. 
And with each speech, the market, both the stock and the bond market, reacted either positively or negatively. We had two very hawkish governors say, well, inflation is still uh, still concerned, is still sticky, yada, 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 higher for longer. And we reserve the right, we don't reserve the right to refuse service to you, but we reserve the right to continue raising interest rates if data indicates that inflation is still there. And on that news, of course, the bond market sold off, yields rose, and the stock market came down. But when other Fed governors came out and said, hey, it looks like our policy is working and a pause is necessary, and even if trends continue, inflation trends continue to move down to the 2% target level, it might be prudent to start cutting rates. Markets then responded positively. The bond prices went up, yields went down, the stock market followed suit. So the Fed is still in the picture, we'll say in a macro sense, not in a micro sense. In a micro sense, what you get with Disney, with Disney up today on the backs of an activist, Nelson Peltz, pushing for board seats on Disney's board. Peltz is not the only only activists going after a board seat on Disney as these activists feel that Disney stock is significantly undervalued and or needs some better management direction. Disney has been a major, we'll say, market disappointment for quite some time starting many years ago with issues related to ESPN and viewers shifts we'll say, away from ESPN towards other sporting news outlets. This followed by four movies and other decisions that definitely have not been beneficial to Disney overall. But Disney represents some of the difficulty in media assets, which used to be straight up money makers. But now with the push not towards utilizing the content so much or selling the content to a distributor, which can make a lot of money, the content creators are pushing each other to go on a streaming platform. And with all the streaming platforms out there, to me, it's almost a race to the bottom. In my view, your content creator, do what you do best, create the content and let everybody distribute it. I think that's a better strategy, which would bring in a lot more money. But that's just the view from the peanut gallery here. I am not running out to buy straight up media assets. On the other hand, you can see you know, some people looking at other forms of entertainment and saying, we want a piece of that. And this week, the Adelson family, which owns Las Vegas fans, announced they were selling some of their shares and utilizing that purchase or utilizing the profits from that purchase to buy the majority stake of the Dallas Mavericks from Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban will still be involved. This is a very interesting move by the Adelson family and could lead to 
we'll say, more resort-style opportunities for them in Texas and elsewhere, and also lead to another sports team moving to Vegas. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk, per usual. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. You got it. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.